Hey, it's Padavi Kashyap. Welcome to the podcast. Hello and welcome my lovely listeners. Today I have a new guest who's joining me in my show Energize Lifestyle podcast. His name is Daniel Alfin. Daniel is joining me all the way from Israel thanks to technology and internet and we are also going to talk about or touch upon a subject which is related to these two. Daniel is a LinkedIn specialist and he's the author of Build a LinkedIn Profile for Business Success. Daniel joined LinkedIn in the year 2004. So we are mentioning this year because we want to say that, you know, he's been in LinkedIn for so many years. And through these years, he has made a lot of mistakes and he has come back to tell us what exactly works in LinkedIn so that we can avoid all the mistakes and make our journey shorter. Daniel now gets all his clients organically. He says, no need to spam people when you're growing your business. And he also mentions that there is no need to keep creating content. The frequency does not matter. He also says, you do not have to be someone else because LinkedIn is here to serve you and not the other way around. In his free time, Daniel publishes articles, interviews and exclusive content about advanced LinkedIn strategies to clients and subscribers on his website, danielelfin.com. So once again, Daniel, welcome to the Energized Lifestyle Podcast. How are you today? Lovely. Thank you very much. I'm energized by this amazing intro. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. I hope I did well. More than well. <laughs> okay, Dan. So before we start, uh, I, I, I have this question to all my guests, you know, like uh, you do so many things. You are an entrepreneur. You have your own business. You are also, you have a family life. You are also into your other co-curricular activities and so on. This question, this is like what uh, intrigues me and curious to know if I have to tell you that, okay, choose one, pick one, which is the favorite amongst all of these. So what would that be? If I only had to pick one, it would be family. Family, perfect. Yeah. Not a very original answer, but that is that's, that's <laughs> the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So coming to the actual reason why we are doing this podcast is uh, like uh, I have had an entrepreneurial journey and, and during this journey, I've used several platforms to promote myself, to push my content, to put out my content to my audience, to my listeners in, in various ways, like uh, podcast is one way. So in that, there is one platform that I did not explore much. And that's LinkedIn. And you are the specialist here today. So I have a lot of questions. Like, But before we start, the first question is uh, the simplest. Like, what is LinkedIn and how can we li- use LinkedIn? And I'm sure every listener who is going to listen to this episode, I- I'm, I'm assuming they know. But if we just have to explain what LinkedIn is, how do we start? Excellent. I think it's important to start with why. Okay. LinkedIn is what you'd like to make out of it. Mm-hmm. It's the, the world's largest business community mm-hmm. it has close to 900 million users worldwide. Mm-hmm. Since you hit record, hundreds of people have joined LinkedIn. Palavi, every second, three people sign up. Wow. So you mm-hmm. need to be serious about it. <clears throat> and every entrepreneur who runs a Google search for their own name would mm-hmm. find that in many cases, their LinkedIn profile is in the top of the list. That's that's sometimes result number one on Google. So you have mm-hmm. to be um, 
to understand what uh, what impression you'd like to convey to your ideal reader, yeah. and that's what we could discuss perhaps today. Mm-hmm. So, as an entrepreneur, uh, the various platforms that are used now, uh, Facebook and and Instagram. I from the set of entrepreneurs that I know, I'm sure there are there is a set of entrepreneurs who's they who are totally into LinkedIn. But the set of entrepreneurs that I know, including me, we never went to LinkedIn. I don't know what it is because probably one of the reasons was like uh, you always think LinkedIn is for recruiters or LinkedIn is to you know get look for a job or connect to someone you know who could be your future. Uh, employer or something of that sort so that could be one of the reasons i think what you said is very important and when you're uh, an employee then linkedin does become a marketplace for for jobs mm-hmm. but if you're an entrepreneur mm-hmm. then you need to switch your your conception of linkedin and think about it as an extension of your own website okay mm-hmm. and when, once you do this you ask yourself three very simple questions. Who's your ideal reader on LinkedIn? Mm. Most entrepreneurs would say my next client, my prospect, someone I want to start engaging with. Mm. The next question would be what action would, if if we could add to this call, your ideal clients? Mm. What what action would you like them to perform once they visit your own LinkedIn profile? Mm. And lastly, are we making it as easy for them to go to paradikaisha.com or to go to the landing page we want them to go. Mm-hmm. Forget about the job aspect. Treat mm-hmm. it as an extension of your own website that needs to convert your ideal reader. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And uh, what about the algorithm? The algorithm is a little different uh, when it comes to uh, LinkedIn because um, Facebook, Instagram, they all work in a different style. And the, uh, the 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 content that you put up, we'll come back to content later in in terms of the topic as content. But when you're putting up a content on LinkedIn, there's no that kind of a fight that happens on Instagram and and Facebook. Maybe it looks like that from the outside, but there is a, maybe um, a fight with uh, you know neckties, and maybe it's more civilized, but there's still a fight. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's good to know. Uh, but what about the algorithm in, in depth? Uh, do you think uh, the algorithm is better here? So LinkedIn has, there, there are billions of searches who are performed on the LinkedIn platform. Mm-hmm. And, and we influence some of it. So one question you can ask yourself is, again, going back to, to the first question, who's your ideal reader? Let's okay. have two answers. As an employee, okay. Okay. So you're an operation specialist. And your mm-hmm. next position may be an operation manager. Mm-hmm. So you ask yourself, what terms of key, what keywords would I like to be found by? So it could be operations and logistics and supply chain and procedure and system and things like that. And you, there's a whole there's a whole way I could describe for to make sure that the mm-hmm. right keywords are present somewhere in your profile. This is number one. What about the entrepreneurs? What keywords do they clients search them by? Mm-hmm. It could be coaching terms. It could be the service they provide. It could be financial. It could be anything else. So think, put yourself in the shoes of your ideal reader and mm-hmm. ask yourself, what terms will that person use? Mm-hmm. And Palavi, you know so much about your specialty that sometimes the words they would use are less accurate. Mm-hmm. 
But our the terms we use are not important. We need to understand the way people will search for us. Right, right. Uh, also, we spoke about content. Uh, so, again, different platforms. The the style of putting content is different. Like, if it is a podcast, we can have a thirty minutes to an hour long episode or that kind of a content which is heavy, deep, because our listeners are also into. Uh, they understand and they also want to consume these kind of topics or this this kind of long content but when it comes to an instagram it's just a swipe these days you know which is not even 5 seconds 10 seconds and there are a lot of content creators who are putting in so much of effort to make that 5 second uh, video or content worth it and uh, what i've observed in these platforms versus uh, linkedin is i think linkedin is more of a serious kind of people a little more refined category where they spend time uh, reading uh, rather than uh, i have not explored and i have not experimented uh, video content much on linkedin but what i see is people like to read articles and especially you know when they're they're shared from other websites like uh, harvard or or all this economic times or those kind of business segments so so is it very much uh, i mean how what kind of content should be shared on linkedin if i ask you if i reframe my question yeah, so the first thing i would say is that you don't let's go back to your ideal reader and and see how we can help them mm-hmm. what sort of content are they looking for <clears throat> and can you try and educate them and the easiest way to do it is to ask yourself what content have i created not for the sake of linkedin mm-hmm. but for my business what content is available on your website mm-hmm. for some entrepreneurs it could be blog posts it could be mm-hmm. white papers it could it could be video and mm-hmm. video works fine on linkedin but mm-hmm. the easiest way to do it is not to create content just for linkedin but repurpose the content you have already created and ask mm-hmm. yourself out of the content i have like a run a dpi uh, uh, a digital portfolio inventory and try to focus on a few evergreen pieces of content that are mm-hmm. educational and not salesy mm-hmm. so say your client is um, exploring perhaps what sort of solution they need to what sort of uh, software tool they, they need so instead of saying this is our solution and it's the best You say here are the differences here are the questions you should ask yourself before you pick any solution what is your need for for this how much budget do you have when do you have it when would you like to have it operational if you want x y and z then maybe you should look that way but if you want a this is our solution mm. so you basically send people who are not relevant for you elsewhere educate everyone and by educating them that by educating they can go farther with with you because they understand that you're you've become part of the solution for them and now you since you open their your their eyes they can say okay so probably now i understand that there's a whole i moved from from baby step a to baby step b hmm. is there more to it and you say yes hmm. c and d and, and f and the way to do it is to jump to my website or to book a strategy call or hmm. to download this gated content so you provide value first and then you can show them the next logical step to perform okay so basically the steps that i as i understand is first uh, to get it get to sales you have to first do the first four five steps which is could be 
just educating one of the steps that could be. Uh, I have also heard of, uh, like we have uh, Instagram ads, like we have Facebook ads. Likewise, we have uh, LinkedIn uh, ads as well, also ad platform where we put in money and get uh, leads or prospects or, uh, or through which we would ideally look for, you know, generating sales. So what is your view on that? I don't, I don't uh, hold uh, LinkedIn ads in a very high regard, I'm afraid. But when was the last time, if I, if I may ask, when was the last time you clicked on an ad on LinkedIn? No, I never do that. I've never seen also an ad. The defense wrists. Oh. I, I, and I'm on LinkedIn, maybe not 24-7, but a lot of time. So mm. you're only spending time on advertising. You basically bypass the organic strength of LinkedIn mm. and essentially it's an organic strength seeing the mm. content you mentioned someone sharing maybe a Harvard Business Review uh, article something else mm. this is this is the main uh, gasoline that people will, will look for and you don't have to, to focus on advertising you need to build a content strategy and a connection strategy that works for you mm. and advertising does not have to be part of that mm. solution uh, coming back to uh, organizing your LinkedIn profile. So I had this personal question with you. I just wanted to put it across once again. So when we are organizing our profile, uh, there are also these features where we can make a page. We can uh, create a page. We can create an individual profile and all of that. So as an employee, what is beneficial as an entrepreneur? What kind of uh, uh, outlook is uh, beneficial? Okay, so as an employee, it's very simple. When Once you've added the uh, employer to the experience section, try mm. to be associated with that company. In other mm. words, it's not enough to write the name of the company. You need to wait for LinkedIn to identify the logo and mm. then associate yourself with the company. Mm. For example, when you were with uh, uh, Mahindra Holidays, mm. then I see the logo. If I click on the logo, I, <clears throat> I go to the page itself. Mm -hmm. Now, also ask about entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs who are starting out should mm -hmm. not worry about the page at all because the page is not that important on LinkedIn if mm -hmm. you only employ a few people. Mm -hmm. When you have hundreds or thousands of employees, then go back to the, to the page. But initially, create it and forget about it for three months. Maybe share mm -hmm. once, once every three quarters. It's not important. Most people will not see that content. Most people will not go there. Your individual profile is where marketing and lead generation happens. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, and also, uh, Daniel, uh, this since I have a corporate profile and I'm very passionate about healing and natural you know, ways to take care of our health. So how do I separate both or do I include them in, in or, or how do I go about it, which is uh, totally the opposite side of, you know, taking care of yourself naturally because there's so many modalities, which is kind of the left brain and the right brain and then that kind of a clash. So I'm very passionate about healing and all those modalities. Uh, but if I write something on 
that particular area i disconnect with the side of the audience of course there will be there will be people who would connect but then majority of the people because i have i you know i know how it is so what kind of content if i have to produce or if i have to be active on linkedin and you know keep growing myself on linkedin so how do i merge or do i have to keep them separate oh that's palavi by far this is that's that's the toughest question you've asked me <laughs> Yes. So uh, let me ask you a couple of questions uh, uh, first. Do you, would you like to use the LinkedIn platform to gain more clients for the healing side of Palavi or as a corporate employee? Can you pick, can you prioritize one of them? Is, is one yeah, of them, yeah. Uh, but I am not kind of doing it right now uh, but uh, that's my passion that's my interest but if i have to get leads or if i have to connect to certain clients i would it would be ideally for the healing side of the business okay so perhaps what i would advise you is some some kind of uh, 80 to 20% 80 being mm. the most important aspect you'd like to convey Mm. and 20% will be on the second thing. So if so let, let's give two examples. One of them is that healing is more important for you. Mm. So your profile will, will have a banner um highlighting the healing side mm. and the headline would would uh, specifically mention wellness and things like that. Mm. At the bottom you would say that <clears throat> on uh, my other hat is a manager as an employee for company XYZ. Mm, okay. That's the easiest way to do it. If mm. the answer is, is completely uh, different, then you would say, this is my professional entity working as a manager for that company. Mm. But as an individual, I mm. also care about healing. Mm. But try not to confuse people with two that look like 50-50 because most people cannot, they need one label next to Pallavi. You pick, mm. you pick the one that should serve you the best. I know it's a tough, uh, there's no easy way to, to do this. I'll figure it out probably. In, uh, so as, as I told you, I'm connected to so many of my entrepreneur friends as well. So, and they always talk about mindset. And, and in fact, even I have started believing that when you have a mindset, the right mindset and you're surrounded by the right kind of people, you know, there's growth. Otherwise, uh, you know how the world works. You know, there's so much of negativity around. So what is, um, I mean, how much do you believe in having the right kind of a mindset and, and, and how do you... How do you deal with the day-to-day daily tasks and challenges and how mindset helps in that area? So let, let, perhaps we could uh, discuss the networking parts of things. Mm-hmm. When you send invitation requests to people or when you connect with people, mm-hmm. do, do, do you do it based on your individual interests, people you've worked with, or how? what is your connection strategy? And most entrepreneurs simply don't have one. So, so pick one. You could decide that you connect mostly with people you've worked with or mostly with something else. What, just try to pick one. Ask yourself in two years' time, would, would you like to be the most connected or the best connected? If you had to okay. pick one, which one would that be? Okay. okay. <laughs> so in terms of... Um... Uh, I'm I'm doing a comparison with uh, Instagram, Facebook, and and LinkedIn. So we have this option of going live and and talking, inviting guest speakers, and all of that on link, uh, Facebook and on Instagram. So I do most of uh, my lives on Instagram. 
so in linkedin that feature is available but i don't have it so is it is it something like a pro kind of a feature or or when do we get it you get it as soon as you apply for it or, or uh, if you if you turn down the creator mode it it's instantly instantly available and for most people it's instantly available too so i i would advise you to add it and oh. again if you have an instagram live or facebook live then plug in your linkedin to do it at the same time you don't have to work hard for this if you know that in 10 days you have a major event and you your main platform is facebook or twitter or tiktok or something else mm-hmm. at the same time make sure that your linkedin live is also uh, um broadcasting this and there are mm-hmm. platforms like restream or other platforms that you basically pick one main uh window shall we say and everything is broadcasted to every other channel you have mm, yes okay. i think if you're into video and if you're into uh live or live streaming yes linkedin should be part of of what you do but do we have to select a time or or because uh, linkedin is very for professional people and you know if i like in india if i do a live at 11 am in the morning which is a you know it falls in the 9 to 5 slot i should not be disturbing people to and uh, make them watch me right so is there some those kind of uh, not protocols but those kind of you know like hey you should understand it bet- better or this is common sense or is there something like uh, are there timings or or people just go live when they want to first of all linkedin is here to serve you so you palavi can decide what what time works for you but going yeah. back to the 11 am question mm-hmm. someone feels it's important to join your live event at 11 am then please do it and mm-hmm. again it goes back to the hat you're wearing if mm-hmm. your if your linkedin live event is about business solutions then mm-hmm. data in your mm-hmm. times are the best prime time for that Mm-hmm. If you offer healing uh, LinkedIn live events, then maybe people would prefer to have it maybe in the evening, in the morning, in the weekend, something else. But 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 if you prefer to have it in the morning mm-hmm. when it's important enough, people will join whenever you do it. It's the magnetism of of the personality, I guess. And and you're magnetic, so why <laughs> why hide it? Yeah, thank you. Yes. Yeah, 95 your time zone is the prime time for most people. Mm. There should be a, a good very good reason why you want uh broadcast live during that time. Mm. Okay. I could say for example, India is one central market of mine, but I also have a US following. Mm. And the US following, I would have an event very late at night or very early in the morning in your time because I want to cater to Pacific, Mountain, Central and Eastern time. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Interesting points. Uh I also wanted to uh, I I I I was just reading about the reviews you you've got from the book that you published recently. So, uh what my audience uh, if they want to get the book, you know, what should they look forward to or what is included in the book? book is made of 12 steps to optimize your linkedin profile but i'll i'll make it uh very uh easy for them they don't have to 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 buy the book because linkedin mm-hmm. changes on 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 a linkedin has changed so much and i've included over 150 screenshots in the book so oh. go my go to my website there are free articles there okay and 
and videos that would help you optimize your profile. Again, it's, it boils down to three questions. Your ideal reader, the mm-hmm. action you'd like to perform, and the gaps that you can often find. Look at the banner. Look at the headline. I've got a, a giveaway about the headline itself. It's, it's free to download. You can start with that. Okay, perfect. Uh, and uh, I have this question again personally from my end. So as an employee, if I want to explore LinkedIn, uh, since we are mostly talking about the business side and getting leads and sales, uh, other than what more can I do on LinkedIn other than just, you know, looking for jobs, applying for jobs or somebody, you know, trying to hire me. So what else can corporates do? Excellent. So let's mention new employees. For example, if you just started, uh, if you joined, just joined a new company, mm. a lot of often you will find that there is something you need to learn more about. Mm. Some it's the company itself, the technology the company is using, the marketplace. So, so you will have to learn something. Mm. So use LinkedIn to learn that. In other words, instead of just going to LinkedIn when you find a job and when you look for a job, maybe two years time, mm. ask yourself, what sort of content am I interested in that will help me succeed in my current job? And you go and find that content by running a simple search on LinkedIn and perhaps joining one or two LinkedIn groups. Okay. And that way, you you um, maybe for ten or fifteen minutes a week, yeah. you learn, you read articles, and you watch videos, and, and you educate yourself about something that will help you succeed in your job. That makes a lot more sense because if you ever look for a job again in two years' time, then yeah. you will you will have more you will you'll be more familiar with the platform. And that's one of the particularities of LinkedIn. Many people use LinkedIn when they look for clients or a job and then mm. forget about it for two years and then they binge it. Mm. They're not very successful. Mm. If you could take <clears throat> 10 minutes a week mm. to educate yourself, then during those 10 minutes, you will see something. For example, mm. one, one person we, uh, we were privileged to speak with in the past is Rayson Chu. If yeah. I only visit LinkedIn in two years' time, then I will have no idea what Rayson is up to. <clears throat> However, if I visit LinkedIn every week for a couple of minutes, I will see maybe a Regacy show um, episode, maybe something else. Mm. And that that means I will strengthen my relationship with Rayson. Or again, if I visit LinkedIn only once a week and mm. I, vis- I happen to visit LinkedIn on the first week of May, mm. then I will notice that Palavi has her birthday coming up on May 1st. And I will be able to leave the LinkedIn platform, reach out to you, and wish you a happy birthday. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take a lot of time. Absolutely. Obviously, if I forget about LinkedIn in a year and I and I log in again in December, it makes no sense to wish you anything in December. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Makes sense. Uh, also, uh, I'm big time into content creation and also I keep having this lot of questions on content. So uh, on other platforms, the likes matter, the metrics, uh, as we say it, as we call it. So the likes matter, the reshares matter, uh, savings, uh, saving that content and sharing it with other friends matter. Uh, so on LinkedIn, what are those things that matter or how do you uh, say that, okay, uh, let's 
say not successful but it was close to success this article was close to success or this article did not viral but it was it was a good article it did you know catch eyeballs or something like that how do we say it a very good question and it, it goes back to the question what would you like that article to perform would you like to educate your audience would you like them to reach out to you or is there anything else you're interested in and although likes and and shares are important mm. the metrics that you should care about are not the linkedin metrics but your personal metrics for example business metrics if you're an entrepreneur instead of saying wow i had 12 gazillion likes you mm. need to say what I had three new contracts signed because someone has seen that and reached out to me. Mm-hmm. That, that means you can have a quality network and you can have only three likes coming from strategic people can bring mm-hmm. you more revenues than 1,200 people who have nothing to... They, they liked it because they like you, mm-hmm. but they're not your target audience. It won't help you in any way. Oh, perfect. I think uh, this is very beautifully answered. It's... I think the the last call to action that what we are talking about, like, uh, what do you want them to do? Do you want them to book a call with you? Do you want them to buy a product? Do you want to push them to your website? And the next steps happen there. Oh, very, very, very brilliantly answered. I didn't think about this at all. I used to always put my content and, you know, just stick to the metrics that are shown, you know, the likes, the views and all of that. And, I'm one person who is always behind in the CTA, wherever it is, uh, even if it is Facebook or Instagram, just an honest confession, I'm, I'm having a bad throat. So the CTA is where I mostly miss out on and, and uh, LinkedIn has been a little far off for me. So I missed CTAs here as well. Yeah, very beautifully explained that I think as business owners, that should be the prime or the goal should be set first and then you work on your on your content very beautifully answered uh what you said is basic business uh principles and linkedin yeah. has changed that you don't have to learn anything linkedin is just the tool that needs to drive your business mm-hmm. yeah so uh what are the other important and interesting projects you are working on that me and my audience can you know uh, like w- what are we going to see in the new f- near future if it is not confidential one thing i'm i'm i may work on is um is another book not a book not a full length book a book i would author mm-hmm. but a book made of uh several experts contributing one chapter mm-hmm. about podcasting So it's oh. still an fear, but I'm, I'm uh, running this with uh, Mike Capuzzi, who uh, informed me about Shooks and Short Books. Mm-hmm. And I, I participated, I contributed one chapter to the Podmatch Mastery uh, guest book. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'll, I'll do something with that in the next six months if I have time. And, if, um, and, and then you'll be the first to know about it. Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, I also had this question, like I was uh, uh, going through your profile on LinkedIn and I, you do have a past experience, you have worked in corporates and then you started on your own. So our just, uh, journey is similar in terms of, you know, a mix of corporate and entrepreneurship. So if I give you a choice to 
you know, uh, continue with your entrepreneurial journey or I give you some great package and tell you to come back and, you know, join a corporate, would you choose getting back to a corporate or would you continue your entrepreneurial journey? Though I know the answer, I want my audience to hear it. <laughs> okay, so I will, not go, I will not go back to the dark side and I'm happy. <laughs> I knew the answer, but I still wanted my audience to hear it. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Corporate world has taught me a lot. It, it has made a better consultant or a business owner out of me. Mm. But I think um, the ability to decide who to work with and which clients uh, you prefer not to work with is a privilege that uh, employees don't have. And I can turn down or I can fire clients I don't I no longer want to work with. So I only work with people who are interesting and charming and, and fun to work with. Mm. In one word, freedom. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I have this question on legacy. Like, how do you want to be remembered for all the work that you have done? And you know, so this question on legacy. So, tell us something on that. Small kinds of small actions of people reaching out to you and say, you know what, uh, I attended X Y Z or read that or listened to your. Uh, your chat with Palavi and, and now I've turned my business around or now I've, I've used it to, to improve my, uh, my career. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes people will tell you that, you know, four years after the event or eight years after the event and it still, it still makes my day. So um, th that sort of uh, uh, action is, um, is very uh, touching for me. Mm -hmm. If I can suggest something, go and say, Thank you to someone uh, that helped you. If they mm. don't know it, then you will make that their day. Interesting. I think I have asked you all the questions that I wanted to. But if there is something that you want to add on in this podcast, and I probably missed asking you that question, and you want to, you know, enlighten us with that <laughs> that part, that that kind of information, then it's it's uh, back to you. Mentioned something earlier about the dichotomy uh, between uh, wellness and spirituality and healing and, and business. Mm. Um, my wish is that for people who learn more about you, they will be able to see both sides. They're not contradictory. They're not mutually exclusive. Mm. Unfortunately, when when you introduce yourself to someone, then it makes sense to pick one hat. But right. as they get to know more about you, then you can show them the other sides of Palavia, yeah. something that you will not tell everyone. Mm. And that's very fulfilling for, for both. But you just need to get into the inner circle before you show them stuff like that. Oh, yeah, that's, that makes sense. I shouldn't shock people. You know, just, yeah, welcome them to the world, to my world. And then, okay, here's the next uh, next book or here's the next leaf or this is the next chapter or something like that brilliantly explained yeah I think that makes sense and uh, before I leave you uh, I have this last question where can my audience connect or where are you most I know you would be on LinkedIn all the time but if if there's any other platform where should people reach you at Thank you very much the best way to do it is simply to go to danielalfon.com d a n i l 
alf4n.com. They will find giveaways and articles there. Okay. And, um, just check out the Energized Lifestyle podcast. You will find other um, guests which will help you, who will help you better be a better person or be a better entrepreneur. Thank you so much. Yeah. And yeah, thanks once again for your time. And uh, with that, I think I will close this episode. And in future, if I have something to do uh, with LinkedIn and I happen to come across some topic that you can, you know, explain more, then we shall get back together and get another, do another episode. <laughs> yeah, excited. Yeah. <laughs> Till we meet again. Wish you all the best in all your upcoming projects. Thank you.